0: Welcome to Your Voice to the World. I'm Eddie Pinero, speaker, filmmaker, and storyteller, teaming up with Terrence McMahon, retired CEO and best-selling author. Having built multi-million dollar businesses and created lifestyle brands enjoyed by millions around the world, we've established a blueprint to do more and become more. Now we're joining forces to inspire you to share your voice and build the business and lifestyle you've always dreamed of. All right, what's up, what's up? I'm Eddie Pinero. Terrence McMahon. And welcome to Your Voice to the World podcast, where we help you share your voice. And build your business. And today's a big day. Storyteller Secrets by Carmine Gallo. We're going to talk about the power of story, how it's integral to everything. Yourself, your business, your relationships. It's fundamental to life in general. It's what we do as humans. You know, I also heard it was
1: 30% of our GDP depends upon how effective uh, these marketers tell stories. So
0: it's rippling into everything, uh, the power of story. Yeah. Uh, he starts off the uh, the book. Like, he right away paints a picture of just how important it is when he goes into the biology you remember that and he starts saying like around campfires hunter gatherers would hunt they'd do their thing during the day and then at night they'd sit there and it would be all story and that's how they entertain it like it's it's in our dna
1: he talked about the power of extending the day because i guess i guess uh, when there was not no light mm-hmm. and it was dark out what, what can you do you just go to bed right yeah so you sit around and tell stories um 70, years ago uh, i seen that there was the first evidence of a story before language existed they were pointing and teaching each other uh, through stories and then that that biology is older than a communication skill than than language mm. and, and verbal words isn't that cool
0: it's really cool yeah. it's powerful stuff and not only the stories that you tell other people but the stories you tell yourself about yourself big time yeah that's a big part of our deal I can think of uh, a million times where you just how you identify and what you believe to be true about yourself ends up being like this kind of self-fulfilling prophecy um, which is just I hear that, and I just think like you know your your deal, your TED talk is, is sort of recreation, recreating yourself. Yeah. You know, mine has been you know as a storyteller, as a creator. Like, I didn't feel like things took off until I believed I was that. You know, and it's hard. Like it's hard to see yourself as that, but the the, the tricky thing is once you do, then other people will.
1: Yeah, you know, the evidence based belief in yourself, um, and we're going to talk about the. The uh, formula, the story formula, mm-hmm. that a lot of people that do great ads and, and screenplays. There's a lot of evidence now with all the, all the um, box office um, exit receipts and, 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 and what stories do well and what one don't about right. what people like and connect to. But you can use the formula for yourself, and we'll go we'll go into a lot of that. And uh, he talked about um, what I like is the you know I love I love Greek mythology. He talks about Aristotle who is the, the father of persuasion. Because storytelling is persuading. Right, right. Right? When you're talking to somebody and you, you, you make a, a, a motivational video, it's, it's always a story, but it's always persuading someone to do something. But Aristotle, um, about 1,600 years before Christ, had the story formula and persuasion formula, which was pathos, ethos, and logos. Which is, pathos was passion and... Uh, ethos was evidence and logos is statistics. Right? What do you say is the the blend was? 30,
0: 30 60 30, 10 So sixty percent story. Yeah. Um, thirty percent evidence and ten percent data, I believe.
1: Yeah. I had to plunge my, uh, or purge, not plunge. <laughs> I had to purge my my own storytelling. Uh, once I was I, I was um, exposed to that, it's like I was giving way too much data. Right, Goldilocks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Remember, Steve dropped the Goldilocks on us last time, which is from our last book. But way too much story, or way too much to, um, statistics, which is
0: um, logos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he may, he kind of pokes fun at PowerPoints right. and how people go up with just all these numbers and this data, you know. And I've yeah. done it. I I would imagine a lot of people have. Right. And it's like that doesn't move people. You got to push the emotional side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And I love when he's like, "Why, you know." Why I forget who it was he was talking about, but they're like, why would you put words on the PowerPoint? They should supplement the stories you're telling. What do you gain out of people trying to read something else? And I'm like, that's interesting. You well, the, the
1: teaching um, versus telling. I think that's a, the big distinction that you make because we all. I mean, I think everyone has a message, and a lot of people are really smart. And I think a lot of people that are really smart get too tied up in making it too complicated. Because he talks about the you know making it simple, but also making it in a narrative, a story, mm. which I think is awesome. It's pretty cool.
0: That is really cool. Stories make the world go around. They do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's that type of thing where, and it's it's easy for me to understand because it's truthfully, I mean, it coincides with what I do. You know, like the videos that I put out, they're emotionally moving. I mean, that's kind of. Um, where I get the bang for my buck. But I can think of times where you deviate from that and it's like you forget and you try and paint a picture with numbers and you need that stuff to supplement the moving story. You, In other words, if you don't move someone emotionally, you don't have much to work with because we're emotional beings. And that's kind of, right. I, again, there's so many data points. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he's talking about buyers and how such a large percentage of them by not because you've convinced them mathematically that it's smarter, but because you've moved them. Right. You know, and I thought that was a cool way to put it. It's like.
1: Yeah, the, the because um, you, you combine s- multiple senses in your work, right? Right. And he, he talks about the three keys to persuasion, which is storytelling uh, in this book. And the first one is emotion. So you got to, you got to elicit emotion. hmm and he talks about uh, novelty, like a new way to hear something. It could be an old idea packaged differently and then memorable, making it, making someone remember it. And all those together, um, when you tell a story correctly and you, you got to tell it, in, you know, there's a reason TED Talks are what, 15 minutes, 16 minutes because there's something called uh, cognitive overload or cognitive backlog when they start, you just start to phase out. Right. Um, but talk about how you, combine those multiple, the, the emotions and the novelty. Uh, cause you just did one with a lantern. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Was new for you. How yeah, was, it was, that, it you know? was,
0: it was, um, a kind of, a an adventure. Um, mm-hmm. so the idea behind it is very emotive. It's this thing like self-reflection where when I was writing the script for that last year, I promised myself, I was like, dude, you gotta take risks. You gotta be bold this year. Um, and I'm looking back thinking, okay, well the year's almost up. How bold were you, you know? Right. And it's like, I can look back and there's times where I shoot up in bold, like I, I, I do courageous things, right? Our event put me way out of the comfort zone. Certain projects, certain um, you know, things I did in business and in some regards in relationships, I mean, I could see it, but then when you weigh it all out the majority of the time, it's just sort of existing. And mm-hmm. then you get these peak moments and then you build a little bit and you grow a little bit. But anyway, so the idea for that whole thing is like, what if you just embody that courage every day? Like if you can, and, and it seems similar, but there's nuance there instead of like seeking out these big changes. It's like, you just look at your life as this one courageous thing and you don't worry about falling. You don't worry about, you know, any of that stuff. Cause you know, you get bigger. So that was the emotional side of things. It was like, guys don't do it once in a while live it and then you know the novelty was it was weird. It was a weird video. I was, <laughs> walking, I was walking around the dark with a <laughs> right. lantern. It
1: was different. I was I, I watched it for 15 seconds. I didn't even know what I was watching. I thought you were in a in a mine looking for for gold or something. I said, <laughs> I think you lost your brains, but uh, it was <laughs> awesome. It done well, right? What's that? The video is done well, but it it's different. People well, seem to like it. Yeah, yeah. I just
0: yeah. got a, a message from on Instagram from a teacher that wrote it on a chalkboard for uh, for his class. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, stretch so, yourself. Yeah.
1: What's cool about stretching? Because uh, people end up. Reverting back to what they like to do and what they're most comfortable doing.
0: It's a story. They've told themselves
1: Yeah, you circle back to you retreat back to what you're good at um, That was interesting because I mean, there's lots of things that and I was a catcher I used to play I used to play baseball mm. and and you've had, I, I caught hundreds of catcher pitchers and pitchers always have what's called a go-to pitch Yeah, and it's the pitch they throw when they're in trouble you know they just say it's like always going to come like mariano Rivera, if you know him from the yankees he always threw cut fastball that was his pitch pitch, he pretty much threw it every time because it was his best pitch um but once you got to learn i think you got to learn new pitches and this is uh this book talks about um how important it is to have novelty you know something new which i thought was pretty cool it's like a, a new idea uh an old idea maybe looked at differently, which is really, there wasn't any new ideas per se in the video, but you packaged it differently. The music was a little different.
0: Right, right.
1: Which I think is cool. Certainly memorable.
0: Yeah, Uh, and it's the emotion, the novelty that makes it memorable. It's almost like one and two create three. You know?
1: I want to switch gears a little bit. Everybody who listens to us, like literally without exception, we get messages in from everybody. I I have something that's important to me. You have something that's important to me. Steve, you have something important to you. Dunk and do anything, right? We Mm -hmm. came up with that that one thing. Mine is to help people recreate themselves in life and business. Mm -hmm. You know, going from broken to beautiful. What's yours?
0: Uh, Inspiration to do more and be more.
1: Yeah, think about that. If you have a message that you want to share, my my coaching would be, and it's in this book here, is got to make it short and we you know taking that you you might have something really super important to say but you might get it clouded up with too much logos too Mm -hmm. much logic and too much uh ethos too much evidence and not enough story right um and what's what's what i think is cool about uh you know this this book is it gives you an opportunity to make something uh, something short and easy to understand like i think uh, um the google uh founders, I forget their names, Sergey and Mike, I think it is, um, but they came to Inve- Angel Investors and they said, they're, 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 they're lying to them. Their one sentence business plan was, we organize the world's information and we make it available for everyone. That, was,
0: that was their one thing,
1: yeah. which I thought was kind of cool.
0: <laughs> it's really cool. I, I, it's one of those quotes that's been attributed to everyone. I've seen it, um, Da Vinci and Steve Jobs, but uh, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. right? You know? it's like it's very very challenging to boil everything down to one sentence
1: Th- think about your life steve right and you're a big you're a dunker like you that's how we met yeah You've kinda, you kind of you kind of showed me something novel and you had this ability to dunk and you wanted to connect the dots from that to something else remember the conversation we had about you know how you do
2: that and what your one line right. the evolution of that was mm-hmm. kind of tell us well, the one thing that you opened my eyes with was that um, kind of using my story to, because I had ideas of like how, what, what it taught me, like from dunking, from the things I've learned and I wanted other people to like apply that to their life. And the one thing you mentioned was similar to this book was that each experience I had tell a story around it so that way people can remember it and also it's, it's relatable that they can consume it. Because without the story behind it, if I just tell them what I learned, it's something that they don't really hold on to and they could see... The start to finish of it. Yeah. Mm. And what was the line? Dunk and do anything. Dunk and do anything. I, it,
0: I love that. Because it's not just dunking. Dude, right. Right. It's like a lifestyle. Yeah, that's it's, what he helped me
2: with was like I was trying to tell him like how do I make this to the next level? Like yeah. I want to do what there's so much I learned from this, people just see the dunking aspect of it. It's awesome, man.
1: Right. And, and for those of you also that can't see, Steve's not like seven feet tall. He's like five foot <laughs> ten. Right. He jumps right. like four feet in the air and dunks somehow.
0: Crazy man.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. But it's a good way to connect the dots through a story. If you were to say that you learned how to dunk, you couldn't dunk and then you learned how to dunk. And now once you learn how to dunk, you can really do anything. Right. Like any investor was like, I have an, you know, I have a system that helps people do anything. Right. An algorithm. Right. That's kind of what, what, uh, you know, a set of steps, a recipe to do anything, break it down, build it back up.
0: Yeah. And speaking like the whole algorithm thing, it's like, you know, the Steve's dunk situation. Like I, I looked at stories, and I just want to make this clear for any viewer that maybe this light bulb hasn't gone off yet because it it, it took me a while. A story isn't necessarily, all right, you know, I'm going to tell you about a time or like some verbal articulation of what's going on. Like every single thought you have is in the parameters of some type of story, some idea you're telling yourself, something you believe to be true. And so he really hits on that in this book. It's like, you know, the from your beliefs to the life you the life you live, you know your routines. All of that is, you know, pieces of some story that can be changed, that can be recreated, that can be lived differently, told differently. Right. Um, and I just think that's important. Story is everything.
1: Right. Um, and there's and there's an algorithm to to the story building process, right? Right. We talk. You know, you think about uh, the movies and because he has three keys to packaging it so let's pretend you have something that's important to you and you got to package it like how do you package uh, a, a story so you can tell, tell your own story you can tell someone else's story mm-hmm. or you can tell a story about about uh history you can use someone else's story to build it uh, but t- the, 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 the three elements of building a story is backstory right Yep. and then you just some kind of character in, in uh, J- Joseph Campbell calls it the hero and then the hero has some form of conflict and then the, there's some kind of resolution and transformation it could
0: get more complicated than that than that but we're simple we're in simple yeah mode like right what's now.
1: your what's your three-part story
0: backstory um, kind of cool yeah I mean I it would be um, someone that was in a place where they weren't happy and sort of made a transformation um, and you know, was looking to grow and do something a little bit differently. Someone who likes to, you know, to create, likes to inspire, likes to help people, likes to tell stories. And then the conflict would be um, sort of the, the everyday peaks in, in valleys, sort of battling the challenges that come with changing yourself and, and relearning some things and changing some stories and your self-narratives. Mm-hmm. Um, and the resolution, I would, I would argue, are the, the successes along the way you know
1: right. where you ended up right because yeah, a good story takes you takes you somewhere it's a journey it transforms you uh takes you from some place to someplace else like a lot of those those great uh stories are like i think it's a uh, titanic he talks about like jack and rose Back. have backstories right she, she was rich marrying someone she didn't want to marry right and he was kind of a someone like a, a kind of a grifter that had something to prove and then if they if you didn't have backstory, it wouldn't matter whether or not story is meaningless. About <laughs> yeah, they don't. Yeah. They, no one cares about Titanic. They, this, the iceberg has little to do with Titanic. Um
0: yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the story. That's why it sold. You know, James Cameron, right?
0: Right, right.
1: And you know, and of course, in my 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 three part story would be I went from you know someone that had a, a very successful business and from the outside looking in had it all and from the inside looking out I had a, a hurricane brewing from a healthcare perspective and got sick mm-hmm. and was labeled uh you know labeled a certain way and you know probably gonna die and went through a journey of transformation to recreate myself and i had right. an epiphany not about rehabilitating myself but recreating that's the three-part story right um and that's how you do it that's how you build your your, your narrative because um, if you have something usually if you the you know the the, the three-part narrative of storytelling is is backstory conflict resolution and then you have the three parts of packaging the story which is the storyteller the formula and then the delivery like how do you put it all together to make it happen to make mm-hmm. it work um which is kind of cool you did a ted talk right i did, I did one two weeks ago that sucked it sucked in such a great way it was a lot a lot of work just that the time and energy right yeah i literally needed a week off to do nothing my brain was squashed uh but talk about you know how you took your you know because this this this, uh this guy wrote also wrote talk like ted that's how i met him i actually hired carmine uh to help me with my um with my ted talk i hired him he does that he, uh, he's an expert at that, at that, getting that, that, that story packaged, but talk about how you got your life's three-part story into 16 minutes.
0: Um, I think it was weeding out a lot of the stuff that wasn't completely relevant and in, in kind of honing in on the peak moments, the peak epiphanies or realizations. Um, so conflict resolution, conflict resolution, conflict resolution. Because um, that's what I did. It was like three pillars. The idea that, look, in life, um, when you run in the rain, when you embrace discomfort, you grow. So I then focused in on the three big things in my life that really propelled me forward. Um, the first being leaving a job and, and taking an entrepreneurial path, um, you know, speaking in front of an audience, something that terrified me that I you know, wasn't particularly good at. And then the last thing was, you know, leaving. We talked about this in the last episode, sort of leaving um, my situation, my family, my friends, my girlfriend, my job, all that stuff, and coming all the way down the coast and just sort of recreating myself there too. And so that was the the, the idea: peaks, valleys, um, and then they they grow from. Uh, from chaos comes order, right? Ah,
1: that's what that was. Your actually, you're looking at a new new TED talk.
0: Yeah, that's I want to want to hone in on that. Well, even from more. chaos
1: to clarity, chaos that, to clarity. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it's like. Uh, again, taking someone on a journey, taking a listener. It's funny that you use three too, because he talks about the rule of three. Yep, the three bears, the three blind mice, the three musketeers. Like we work in three, and my, mine was a, a three step algorithm to recreate yourself. That was my my TED talk was from broken to beautiful. Mm-hmm. A three an algorithm to recreate yourself, but I had three as well. Right. Thanks to thanks to him, I, I I actually my book actually had twelve. Twelve's too many. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so I got live and at, learn, right? It's, yeah. like, it's like chopping it down. Well, you can do twelve, I guess. <laughs> like, like, book okay. books a little different, but but um, you know, in packaging that into such a short thing because you write short form copy,
0: right? Yeah, and that's you, that's a, a craft that I've honed that yeah. I didn't even realize what I was doing. But that's like a very difficult thing to do and i've it's just all i've done for five years so now I, it okay. comes second nature I'm, i do it all the time people are like you know critique this what do you think and i'm just like there's too much remove 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 yeah. remove
1: it sucks because you helped me with my with my ted talk uh, as well you know i got it i got it from 25 years of, of like pure chaos I was, I, like i said i was like tommy boy and the wolf of wall street met it and became a person and uh, you know i had all these things i wanted to share it's like you don't believe what happened and you're just cutting away massive things. Yeah, um, it's hard to do
0: because you're emotionally tied to them They're important pieces, right? You know, but not there's not like a long
1: movies. venue for that, right? Right. Yeah, cuz you're you're um, Yeah, cuz your your average video is what
0: Three four minutes, maybe yeah, it's short. It's <laughs> yeah. short. you know, get in make the message get out yeah. you know something that I think is so incredible about your story though is like, you know, you talk about the the, the big hill mm. you had to climb mm. and a lot of people have been through some stuff I'd imagine very few have been through the hell you've been through, Mm. you know? And I mean, everyone goes through their own little thing or big thing, whatever, you know, but that's, I mean, to be at death's doorstep, that's quite a change in perspective. And, Mm. you know, Carmine talks about that. He says, there's, there's one thing that all good storytellers have in common. It's that they speak from their experiences and their pain and their conflict you right. know talks about like the grapes uh the best grapes grow in you know rough soil
1: all right the uh, uh
0: you know like from from the the difficulty comes the most beautiful things right you know diamonds pressure that type of thing um and my mind went when i was listening to that my mind went to your ted talk because it's like dude that's doorstep that'll yeah uh, that'll propel you to something new that's for sure
1: it gives you uh the one there's lots of things you learn from that um the one thing you learn from if you if you're down and you're out and you're you're busted up broken the one good thing about that is that going and moving away from that up in a good way is not hard to do early on
0: right right <laughs> right.
1: you're on the ground floor <laughs> yeah, like if like, you're alive you win That's like a hundred percent improvement yeah, and then you, you start like losing a little bit of weight and you start moving you know right. and things like that and and you see this a lot in the addiction world uh, people go away to rehab and they they clean up and they're making good progress and it's like wow they're making progress they're coming back that's why i always encourage i'm doing a talk on friday night uh for that audience and i was like you're so broken it's a little bit of a blessing yeah unfortunately but fortunately brand new like, opportunity it's, it's, it, yeah it's, it's, it's it it and from broken to beautiful and that is a a way to to tell a good story it's to come out of conflict because everybody wants um uh, transformation, transformation. Right. We're human beings. We're like wired to transform. Like every single one of your videos is a, is a journey of transformation
0: in some capacity. Yeah. You
1: know, there's always pain. It's somewhere. Right. Yeah, you know, that's why people listen. They want to see the conflict resolved. They wanted to see Jack and Rose saved. Right. 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 And that was, uh, I think that's the beauty. The beauty of, uh, of, of Titanic is, is, um, is, is that the, the iceberg is like, you think it's a movie about the iceberg. It's like very little about the iceberg.
0: Right. Yeah. That's kind of cool. makes me want to watch mm. it again. I, you know, that song, <laughs> the theme song, yeah. judge all you will. That's a, that's a top 10 song of my lifetime. My heart you know will go
1: on. That's you know interesting. Like you, you say that, like it makes me want to, it makes me want to talk about it. makes you want to watch it because what happens, there's a science that, that is, I heard Carmen talk a lot about the science. Like there's one, one science called neuro coupling. Mm. Like if you and I are telling stories and we do a lot to each other, our brains would—if they had sensors—would be lighting up in the same place. Like I we, thought that was really cool. We'd be synced in like massive rapport. And then he said that the, the chemicals that are released when that happens—dopamine, cortisol, and uh, oxytocin—is a stamp to remember. Like I remember seeing Titanic for the first time. It was like 20 years ago. How old the movie? I
0: think 99 it came out right
1: so that's like 20, 20 years, 20, yeah. years yeah. 20 years ago you weren't even how old were you in 20 years ago six <clears throat> you weren't watching titanic <laughs>
0: was it 99 might be somewhere around what
1: there. were you 1999
0: i was in because uh, that was the first time i saw Oh, were a movie so i remember You like seven right <laughs> you're like a couple years older <laughs> <laughs> i remember talking about that with kids in class we're like dude I, this was this talking (laughs) about something i'm gonna flip back because this 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 i don't think
1: everyone realizes how important it is if you have a message and you want to tell your message and you want to share your story right Mm -hmm. it's got to be short and simple and you know it's got to be like a third grader could understand it right mark twain said when he wrote books he'd give them up and the editor would say it's too long mark twain his famous line is i would make it much shorter but it would take a very very long time
0: right <laughs> yeah it's so you talk uh, about it makes you focus on what's important you yeah know? and that's that's the most challenging form of, of reflection it's like what really matters here mm-hmm. you know
1: that's interesting uh, in the the science that he also shared is called uh, cognitive this is the part where i'm given little logos mm. cognitive backlog Anything over three or four is too much. Like three steps, four steps. Um, is, is, is too too much. And that's when people start to face out. So if you're giving presentations and you're doing PowerPoint slides, um, the average TED talk of the of the big ones he's done, I think he studied five hundred, he says has forty words on the slides. Mine has thirty one words after I hired him. I had thirty one words on my slides. How
0: much did you cut away? Do you remember? Oh,
1: I cut away dozens of slides. Yeah. I could never get to them in 16 minutes. I, right. I, I did a I did a, live, uh, I did a live. Did you do any live ones? I did one live for a group in Boston. It's supposed to be 16 minutes. I was 26 minutes. And my TED Talk was in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I said, how long was that? He goes, 26 minutes. I go, oh, boy. Yeah, so you got to cut. It's hard. Yeah. Decisions to cut away from. So it's parts of the story that sometimes aren't as important as, as other things are.
0: So, how do you think? Let's let's switch gears. So, if there's someone in you know the entrepreneurial space, or <clears throat> you know somewhere looking at you know taking this idea of storytelling and think, okay, how is this relevant to me and what I'm doing and what I'm trying to build? Um, I, I sort of parse it out into two different kinds. You know, the stories you tell yourself and the stories that you're telling others. Um, but what do you think? Like, how how could we articulate that nicely for them? Uh, with regard to how they're looking at things the stories are telling uh,
1: it depends it depends what you want your story to do yeah I mean if it's a if it's a for-profit story that would be I just I've just just heard the statistic today and I'm not surprised that 30% of our GDP depends upon effective stories by brands the brand story in fact that's a, a book I think Steve stole from me <laughs> but it, it was on that shelf at one point um, it's called building a brand story where you have a, a story of the brand and that's that's big but there's also lots of uh there's pencils for promise promises for pencils a big ted talk where the guy was buying pencils for kids and he was showing videos and pictures of these kids that had their first pencils Hmm. which was pretty cool but it depends on the story but if you have a something that's important to you and or you've had this transformation or discovery because all all learning comes from mistakes right like warren buffett said that all learning comes from mistakes that don't have to be your own that's why mentors are important. I love in that. books. You know, these, yeah, you these, can these, skip the
0: uh, <laughs> There's
1: like so many, <laughs> there's so many mistakes. He does a couple couple talks about bad. You know what would have been bad if I went if I went off without him, I would have bombed. Mm. It was hard as it was, but I mean, who knows if it bombed anyway? But
0: yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. So you can have uh, a great product, a great service, a great company. If you're not telling the right story, yeah, it's all for naught.
1: I know, it, and it's. Um, like Domino's had, their, their, they were growing like crazy. And then they had, there's a story in, in, in a book I read that he had, he had pizza that, and he was selling more pizzas than anybody and then he had to come up with a story and his three part system was, oh, we're the best pizza place in the world. And their conflict was, we know it sucks and we're gonna release this new formula. That was the resolution. It was mm-hmm. a three part marketing story and it did really well because Domino's was trying to become the best tasting pizza now, not only the fastest. It's all part of a story. Mm, Sorry,
0: not a Domino's guy. You hate to say it, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, a story uh, that I've I've changed for myself recently is uh, this is kind of a funny thing. So I am a big runner, partially because I love running, but the other part is because I've been dealing with physical issues, Um, and so like every time I lift, and I've had coaches, and I've had trainers, and the imbalances because of rowing, I think in college in my Mm -hmm. body, like at some point I always get hurt and it's always the same energy or um, part. It's like left side of my body, back elbow. And um, I started to believe the story that like, that's just how it is, you know? And then the other day as I was running, because I can run without injuring myself, I was like, well, why, why have I settled for that narrative? Like, there's definitely a way to fix and address this. I'm telling the wrong story to myself. But and other people.
1: There's also an easy way to to get it fixed because there's someone sitting out there listening to this podcast that knows how to repair that. I'm sure someone has been through sure. it before. Yeah, yeah, and you and you are one of the world's greatest speech writers. I mean, you've written speeches for Fortune 500 CEOs, right? That's so maybe my you, can <laughs> you can barter, barter, <laughs> fix me. I'll write yeah. you a speech. It's hard to watch you. You run. You run effortlessly, and, you, and once in a while, you get all banged up uh, working out in the gym, right? You yeah, kinks and stuff. Yeah, neck. it's night. just
0: been a weird thing. I just struggle with it. <laughs> but um
1: and we're talking also um have you ever there's a, there's one way that's an easy way to, to tell a brand story just to flip the gears here if you're if you're a corporation or your company or you provide a service which a lot of people do right. it's through uh the concept of case study it's a very simple way to tell a story because when we were selling insurance um uh, we could tell a really cool story and one of them was um what I loved about insurance when I was young and early connected to this is that somebody who has nothing, comes from nowhere, can buy an insurance policy. And with their first premium, they can create this massive estate. They might not have anything, so their family has this estate, you know, their death benefit. So we used, to, we used to talk about that. It's like, you can, with $20, you can create a quarter million dollar estate instantly. Mm. And then there were some times and I there was one in particular that happened in my life where I told that story and the individual ended up dying. So that case study I told to lots of people over the last twenty five years and many people connected with the story and did something they normally wouldn't do, which is right. buy the insurance. Right. That's what brands are all about. What video do you get the most most inquiry about in your judgment?
0: Um, based on the ones I've made? Yeah.
1: Like, what are people?
0: Um, commitment, running in the rain. Um, basically, the idea of... They're similar, you know. Um, kind of paying a price to get a reward.
1: Right. Um, My favorite video you you did was um, the one you did about Heraclides. The one. The story. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah that's a good story. That really, it makes uh, it... Yeah, relevant
1: I, talk about that. That one's good Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever he heard or seen the, the one in Eddie's channel? It's about Heraclides I'll give you a backstory. He was a, a, a general and there's debate over who said what but He needed replacement soldiers and he was losing a battle and all was at risk and he and he wrote a letter famous letter I believe it was.
0: Yeah, so uh, What he says is for every 100 troops 80% are just targets He says ten shouldn't even be here nine of the real warriors and we should be grateful for them because they uh you know make the battle but the one and he goes ah he will bring the others back yeah and it just gets you jacked up because you want to you want to embody that you want to tell yourself the story that you can physically mentally be that create that for yourself for others um but that's that's narrative you got to believe it you know
1: Yeah, we. I, I saw you do that speech in in, a, in Boston. You played the video, which was really like, also auditory, visual. You had know, the the visualizations and the words, and it was really. And at the end, like everybody in the audience thought they could be the one, right? And it, it led them believe in themselves, yeah. which I think is so cool. Uh, the one that's a, that's my favorite. That's a good story. That's a good story.
2: All narrative. I got a question for you. So if storytelling is so powerful and we've done it since the beginning of time, why do you think we got away from it from people from personal p- people or just like businesses in general like stop telling stories I don't think we get
0: away f- we got away from it because that's what we do I mean that's uh, in one capacity or another we're thinking stories and we're telling stories. I just think uh, particularly with business like we're talking about now we don't realize how important it is and it's not something that um, you either have or you don't, right? Everyone has the capacity to become incredible at it, and I think what we're saying is it's in your best interest to be a really good storyteller because that's how you change the world. That's how you persuade people. The best world leaders, the best CEOs, the people that really create change—they're not throwing data points up. Right? They're they're emotionally captivating their audience, and and, and you know, channeling the the desired result.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh. Disney was the great storyteller, right?
0: He's one of yeah, the best. Yeah. They yeah.
1: inspire hope. That's what he said. They inspire hope and they do it again and again and again. Just keep telling stories. You have about 200 stories. Yeah. In fact, we got a new app coming out that, uh, that we built that's going to be able to search if you want motivation or you want commitment or you want drive or you want team. It's kind of oh, cool. I can't wait for it's that. Cool. But, but on stories, the concept of stories, Steve, um, I just read this as well and i'm you know growing the instagram and we're growing those accounts up pretty good now uh and thank you for everyone who's following us but the 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 thing that's driving this both facebook and instagram is the stories part Mm. that's like the most and the most action coming out of the story part yeah people want to people want to hear that because we're telling stories we're just not doing it around the campfire anymore right and we're not doing it around the water cooler anymore because there are no more water coolers right yeah
0: (laughs) yeah Where they go, people <laughs> people love it because it's it's raw, you know. Yeah. It's like just face to camera. There's no editing. There's no magical stuff going on. Right, it's you and the words you're telling.
1: So let's do a case study, on your 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 next let's head, do it your next TED talk, right? right? From chaos to clarity. Break it down.
0: Okay, what do you think you do? Let's let's be a little raw. I think if I'm talking about. Chaos to clarity, basically, how these two things supplement each other, how you need both of them. Um, You know, we tend to think like clarity is what we want. Um, So that's where we naturally gravitate towards, not realizing that it's like, no, the chaos creates the clarity. You have to remember that. And so you got to put your name on the dotted line for these. You know, arguably every day, something that creates discomfort, something that puts you outside of your comfort zone, because guess what? Tomorrow, the floor is going to raise a little bit. And what made you uncomfortable yesterday no longer makes you uncomfortable tomorrow, right? Or today. Um, and so that sort of helps build you up, build your identity, build your foundation. And it allows you to experiment to see who you are, what's meaningful, what you, what you care about in the world, how you can give value back to the world. And then from that comes the clarity. So it's, um, yeah, it's almost like to, to use your, your Ted talks, uh, uh, metaphor broken, rebuilt, stronger, rebreak, build stronger, rebreak, build stronger yeah, again
1: and again. Yeah. We were in uh, the Caymans doing some brainstorm. Remember that? I do. And we, were, we were driving. We were driving to the. Uh, we we're going with some bar. I guess I don't drink anymore, but I like to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the cab driver goes, uh, oh. Because there's a lot of bars here, and then what else she say? There's also a lot of churches. Yeah, I said, Well, yeah, they keep each other in business, exactly. There's chaos and clarity right there, right? It's a perfect metaphor. Just, <laughs> <was> per- yeah, <laughs> we were laughing about that. Like, no, you got a lot of bars, you got a lot of churches, they, they keep each other. It's feedback because loop, right? Chaos is, is, is the fuel for clarity, isn't it? Right, yeah. And what happens when you get clear, you got to
0: redo it again. Well, the problem is, right, you can get that clarity and get comfortable. And I've done it. You've yeah. done it. Like it's it's. You have to ingrain it in yourself. It's like okay, time to step back off. You know. Yeah. You got to break it so you can fix it.
1: Boredom is bad. Boredom is bad. And if you can get results with little effort, you're in serious jeopardy of having a, a, something come and get you because you're not you're not watching it. Right. Um, and that and that comes from extreme expertise. We talked about that two episodes ago, right? Extreme expertise with extreme focus gives extreme results which give options which create the relentless pursuit of too much right yeah chaos that's like, that's going to be a good ted talk so you need three three steps let's do a case study we need three steps to grow from chaos to clarity mm. what would be the first one
0: um i think experimentation in some capacity uh,
1: self-experiment right yeah you use that a lot
0: i do it's just it's such an important thing life is an experiment yeah. Um, and I think when you look at it playfully like that It just For me it removes the stress It removes like the pressure and the expectations It's like It means a lot Like these little shifts in perspective yeah. They don't seem like a lot But they're everything to me It's like this is fun This is a, a, just an adventure And you can lose 99 times But dude maybe that 100th Changes everything You know What is? So, um,
1: you gonna ask something? I was like, wouldn't story also, like what we're talking about here, be one of the steps? Yeah. Like the vision, like a visual, visualization, you hear a lot about that, right? Isn't that basically a story? What you're, like how you're looking at the world? Yeah. Like where you want to be, what's clarity look like for you? Don't you have to kind of tell that, create that vision of what that looks like? That's a story.
0: Yeah. And I think, well, it's sort of carved through that experimentation, in my opinion. You know what I mean? So like you, you know, you create that clarity, By, you know, moving, Um, being mobile, you know, not sitting around, but attacking life. And then you can kind of carve out that space for yourself. Um, But yeah, I mean, Carmine talks about identity, you know, that's Mm. huge. But I think, you know, yeah, you can say you are something, right? I can say I'm a firefighter, but that doesn't mean much until you go out into the world and you experiment. You really create that for yourself. Um, right and then your actions start sort of supporting that thesis but they go hand in hand you know
1: yeah the self-experiment um is so huge because you you gotta try like models there's different models like these books are all loaded up with different models different modalities right different mentors
0: but you gotta live it yeah
1: there's there's like they're everywhere and you gotta try and see if it works for you because everyone i think the the I, th- I said this a couple episodes ago like charlie munger says to the man with a hammer everything looks like a now right and Right. It, there's no one answer for anything but if you're going from from chaos to clarity and you have a self-experiment a story right legislation mm-hmm. what else let's bang this out three steps
0: um so if you take the confidence is earned ryan holiday um quote right so you have the experiment where you learn about yourself where you where you learn to tell a story um you learn to sort of craft the narrative that's most important to you Mm -hmm. and then i think it's a sustainable system algorithms for success Mm -hmm. um and you know the the consistent trial and error
1: Uh, that's pretty good
0: it's pretty good off the cuff huh
2: not bad three step
1: process that'll be your ted talk we can we can tighten that up
0: oh yeah I mean, the thing is, it's just, it's the crux of everything, you know? So I could go on on that for, for weeks. It would just be narrowing it down to like what's most important, right? You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, experimentation, identity, systems, algorithms, and then the courage to, to fail, recreate, fail, recreate, fail, recreate. Yeah. The loop. Yeah.
1: The loop. Um, Cause clarity is clarity um, perceived to be happiness. Cause I think early on it's happiness and then I think it t- kind of, changes it and morphs into
0: progress is happiness
1: yeah right I think I think you're right yeah I think more more is better
0: but though
1: which is, who, is, is this, this is philosophical was just is, philosophy <laughs> uh, philosophical
0: was it just us chatting I forget when we were talking about like if you need both because if you're in a constant state of chaos that's unhealthy right right so you, you need to be able to sort of recover and ultimately capture some type of of whatever your benchmark is or your measurement of success because you don't want to be you, you don't want to always be in a state of chaos you don't want to always be in a state of clarity you, it's the yin and the yang you need them both
1: well, the, the 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 cortisol that's the adrenaline that's the that's the fight or flight hormone that the body you know over the last 2 million years or whatever has been designed to give you an ability to react quickly yeah and I've studied this a little bit. It's it's uh, if you're in a state of constant chaos, your body's like loaded with that stuff and you're not using it. So it's really super unhealthy for your for your organs to, to be like loaded with that that's what causes stress, it ultimately cancer. causes it's disease. Yeah, it's it causes scary. all kinds of different. No, we're not doctors here, are we?
0: No, but I read that though stress <laughs> no, is the number one cause of cancer and I was like, "Oh my god."
1: Yeah. Which is uh, it's interesting cuz we talked about a little bit like sent Me High who wrote the book Flow. Mm. When you're in flow and you're doing something that you love and, and you're just flowing, you're, you're you're releasing all that. You know, you're in you're in a state of uh, I don't know, clarity. It's probably clarity of flow. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. That's a good. When point. you
0: lose track of time, that's the best.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good book too. Is finding your flow? Because uh, if you have a story, you know, circling back to the beginning, you may have a story. You may have a a message. Let's say mm-hmm. um, what's important to me. I I think teaching people that they can have with a very little bit of effort, they can make progress towards this very big thing. You know, I use the metaphor of the dominoes in my, you know, in my, uh, in my Ted talk and my speeches, like little domino can knock over this big domino. Right. It just can't do it right away. You got to build progress and momentum. But if you have a, a message or a story and you want to, and you want to combine those into something short and succinct that could move the dial in your for profit or for purpose movement, uh, this book is, I think, it's absolutely fantastic way to start. Um, yeah, the algorithm, the steps, the recipes are all in the book. In fact, we gave many of them to you today.
0: Yeah, definitely a must do. Um, big picture, and there's some great details in there. Like you mentioned, the the um, you know, steps to telling a good story. Like I, I always feel like that's important and it's Mm. very helpful and it's, I'm going to use it tactically, but with stuff like this, it's the big picture stuff for me that I get the most, cause I'm just like fundamentally big picture. I'm looking Mm. at things wrong. It's like, I can change a little bit and have a, a huge impact in just the stories that I tell every single day, you know? Um,
1: Remember our, we went, to, we went to the Caymans, Steve. And you were in where were you? In New Delhi or Bali. something? We were in Bali, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you were. You were gone. <laughs> he has gone for like two weeks. So we did four episodes real quick, and then we all did things. So while you were gone, Eddie and I went to the Caymans. We were going to do some business planning. And we didn't do a lot. We did a lot of, a lot of storytelling and talking, because we're both reading, um, we're both reading Homo Deus, right? Mm-hmm. And we already both read Sapiens, which talks about the impending, talk about big picture and story. Right. And we're trying to say, like, where does this podcast lead you? Um, and we're leveraging books and the knowledge and wisdom, all these mentors that wrote these books and made all these mistakes because these revolutions have happened, like the, the you know, man's defeat of, um, of getting, you know, eaten by dinosaurs. Like, they, they, they overcame that. Now they're animals that used to threaten to kill us are in our zoos. And uh, scarce food. 12,000 years ago we've domesticated food and then we need an industrial revolution. Now we have, this is what we came up with. You should be happy to know this because we didn't tell you this yet. Now we have the industrial, uh, the artificial intelligent revolution. 30 times bigger and 300 times more impact than the industrial revolution. Like things are gonna change. Fast. And you need to have, you need to be on the front of it uh, of changing. Yeah. Isn't that
0: cool? That's, it's Remember amazing, what? yeah. I, I think uh, the ability to um, you know, tell your story, to recreate yourself in a way that provides you the freedom and flexibility to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're in a fast-paced, changing world. And, yeah, I mean, like they say in Homo Deus, it's like, it's coming quick. It's yeah. going to be uh, a big thing. So, yeah, the ability to articulate that's huge.
1: And 47% of all jobs are at risk right now yeah. for being replaced by al- computer algorithms that do them better. The good news is the good news is you, you have enough lead time and we have the ability. Remember, Steve, we were talking about this today. Um, this story that we're telling each other and telling everyone right now is going to be heard by hundreds and thousands of people instantly. 20 years ago, when I first started the insurance business, if I wanted to tell 2,000 people this story, how would I do it?
0: Oh, man, maybe news like the, the outlet newspapers yep. um, phone calls door to door direct right? mail yeah, it would
1: have cost me thousands of dollars or thousands of hours I wouldn't have been able to do it there's right. no way right what's good about having a story now is you can you can access tens of thousands of people instantly through these social networks right so recreating yourself is completely available it's 100%. not just like for the for the birds you know it's like do it
0: it's everything and yeah. the pros and cons to that you know, are, like you said, at level playing field. Everyone can do it, and that's why it's amazing, but Mm -hmm. that means the best storytellers rise to the top. And the people that that don't articulate that message and they don't communicate their story well, they don't emotively reach an audience, they'll get lost in the minutia. So it's it's a further incentive to really understand, you know, what your message is, your one sentence delivery, Mm -hmm. um, your brand what you're trying to tell so that you can do that in an effective way right you know that's what a crowded playing field ultimately brings about the best rise of the top right absolutely so
1: it's a good story which leads us to the next book i kind of forgot what it is you know
2: riveted right here stevie why riveted riveted the science of why jokes make us laugh movies make us cry and religious makes us feel one with the universe
0: You and so, I had
1: a discussion over why why we wanted this book. You were you were coming from the storyteller perspective,
0: yeah. So I just love you know we're talking today about stories and you know how emotion sort of makes the the human race go around. Um, Riveted does a great job of explaining why why we feel the way we do, and even gives you tips like understanding basic you know human psychology helps you as the storyteller alter your delivery in the way you talk and in the way you message.
1: Right. Yeah. My 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 perspective on rivetive was this is what makes the cash register ring. Yeah. Let's pretend you've gone through our, our you decide to go on a journey, right? You you've you've made decisions you've cut, which is uh, essentialism, you've figured out your one thing, you've made your habits, which are the first four, and you now you have a story and now you need to market the story. So you need to make the cash register ring. Mm-hmm or you need to create a movement, you need to have a powerful powerful message in there and you got to figure out what rivet it is. So it was funny, Eddie went right to exactly as the storyteller and I went to the capitalist uh, bucket. Sorry, still. And the the jackpot is
0: somewhere right in the middle. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> the science and the art. So. Well, what do you think, man? Rap? I think that's a rap. Yeah, it was an awesome podcast. I had a blast. All right. um, maybe, Steve, maybe for the next one we can talk about um, getting some questions out or maybe even stepping into the, the live space or something
2: yeah we'll let you know and if you have any questions right now you could tweet us instagram us DM whichever way you want to do it and yeah we'll try to get them on the podcast
0: that'd be awesome yeah any thoughts ideas or things you want us to talk about anyone listening um, you know send them our way we will be we'll, we'll carve out a segment at the end to, to go through everything it'll be fun awesome. But awesome well hey until next time your voice to the world podcast I'm Eddie Terrence McMahon. Later. Take care.